hail our fair Riverdale. Register. Ooh, that was nice. Thank you. I have a microphone now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Riverdale Register. My name is Caitlin. My name is John. I've had a microphone for a while. John has had a microphone. For some reason, I feel like last time, our premiere episode, you know, the episode where we showed up after six months, um, the audio quality wasn't the best, and I'm sure it was on me, but it's just weird because I feel like we recorded this way before and it's been fine. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, there's, I sound there's good work to, you. to be done in GarageBand that I haven't had time for before, but now I it have time like, for. It seems like Donna has a lot of time. So, now. listeners, you might recall at the end of last week's episode, I was tested uh, non detected for COVID. And you'd think that, that, you know, at the end of the episode, that would stand for the next week premiere. But no, uh, in between episodes, I have tested positive. Which is for funny because I'm always paranoid about getting coronavirus, and John is not as paranoid, I think, in a healthy way. So I'm very sorry. You know, I work, I work on a TV show where there's a lot of people going around and there's a lot of testing, but I think, you know, for you all out there, testing alone isn't the whole deal. And frankly, I found the set of NCS to be very safe. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Nickus. I don't know what I'm thinking. Yeah, I know. It's, it's weird the, when it's you spell the, it it's out. The, it's the virus. So, yeah, so, it's getting to your brain now. Yeah. But I, I do think that's weirdly relevant to this episode of Riverdale because it felt watching it like someone was like these are the COVID rules you can't do these things and the show was like okay we will never leave the house we will have barely any guest stars uh no 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 stunts no pets uh yeah where was Vegas popular character Archie's dog Vegas yeah missing in action as opposed to his regular role on the show I actually really do want more Vegas. Yeah, we sh we should have happens? more. Yeah, do you think? I mean, let's be real. Vegas isn't around after the time jump, right? Oh God, why would you say that? <laughs> because it's a seven-year time jump. I mean, probably not, but that's not something that I needed to hear. <laughs> you no, know, you know who's definitely not around? Caramel. Just Is that four? Was that, that season four? Yeah, that was the season where the Black Hood. It was with Charles. Yeah. Charles showed up. So season four. Season four? Season... Charles when was isn't the in season three. No, it was with the gargoyles. The gar Griffins and gargoyles, I think. I don't that's think when... so. Yeah, because I... Betty was kidnapped by the cult and they were brought. <sighs> yeah. And then Polly was around and she was pretending to be Betty. Jesus. Everything that could possibly happen on Riverdale has happened, so I don't blame you for being <laughs> confused. It also might have also been season four, but... Because, yeah, it's the end of season three, Charles shows up. For all we know, this Car Caramel was a season three thing that just came back in season four. And I think it was, actually. And we're remembering each thing. I think that you're right. I think it, because Charles was around, and that was season four. I can't believe I remember so much of the show. I only spend an hour and a half talking about it each week. I mean, and how, then also <laughs> how are we able to be the most right podcast about Riverdale in existence? Uh, it's I mean, because we... I mean, I watch it twice and take notes on yeah. every episode. Yeah, I mean, honestly, guys, I know I, I know that we said it, but... I don't see any of the other Riverdale podcasts guessing this right. 
because I don't Actually, listen to other Riverdale podcasts, but also like I, we call how we 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 call Jellybean. Uh, to be fair, I was calling Kevin Keller when you were doing that. And if you were right, you'd be saying this yeah, right now. But, that's true. Um, it, it was a 50-50 chance. Either it's not even that. It's not even that. Like I, we were correct. It's that we were exactly correct. It's mm, that yes. literally everything we said off the cuff was like exactly what it wound up being, and it wasn't. <laughs> It wasn't as satisfying as I wanted it to be. Yeah, because you never want to be right because then you're not super surprised. Well, you want to be right because, you know, we both love being right. It's, yeah, I think yeah, our love favorite thing. being right. Absolutely. But, you know, you know how it is. You, 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 yeah, you want, you want it to, like, mean something when they find out. And, well, the, we'll talk, this episode is well, weird, right? This episode yeah. is, like, it's not even, you know, a table setting episode where they, like, put, get everything in precarious spots so that the next episode can go nuts? This yeah, is a table that's... clearing episode. They just wanted to finish a bunch of stuff. So I they actually could move kind of, on. I kind of appreciated that because it has been a very, very long time. Um, but we'll get into it. Should yeah. we? Should we start? Yeah. Cool. Tell me. Uh, tell me about the title of this episode. So I was very excited because the title of this episode is "The Preppy Murders," and. I was going to say I love murder, but obviously that's not true. No one loves murder, but I am fascinated with the case of it's his name is Robert Chambers. Um, he basically murdered um, another teenager in New York City. But it's kind of interesting because he is basically, by the way, the movie called The Preppy Murders stars William Baldwin as Robert Chambers. But basically, Robert Chambers was this guy, like kind of like a 20 something prep school kid who basically killed this girl that he went out with to a bar. He said that they were having like rough sex in the woods and that it like went too far, but like he murdered her. And it's just kind of interesting because Robert Chambers is kind of a little bit of a, not like a grifter, but like kind of like, um, you know, would like steal things from his friends and, sort of was trying to keep up with like a lifestyle and a lot of drug issues. You guys should listen to the real story <clears throat> because I'm not explaining it well, but it's pretty interesting. And it's how the media covered the person that he murdered, Jennifer Levin, you know, it was a lot of slut shaming surrounding her because she was like having sex with like a guy that she like, you know, was hanging out with at a bar. And of course the media blamed the woman for being murdered so I'm rambling, but it's because it's 7.45 a.m. and I'm only one quarter of the way through my Diet Coke. That's also why I'm talking so smooth like a radio announcer. It's just, it's, I'm sorry, the idea of a morning Coke for me is... Mm-hmm. A morning Diet Coke. Wrong. I just want to clarify, we're talking about soda here. My, when I was in high school, a German exchange student stayed with me for a little bit. We were just talking about this. Yeah, and when he comes out for breakfast the first day, and I come out for breakfast the first day, I am shocked at what I see because there's a there's a full basket of bagels on the table, there's Nutella, there's there there's there's butter, there's cream cheese, there's all of the works. And I'm like, I've never eaten a breakfast this good on a Monday <laughs> before school. It's like a TV and, show breakfast. And and my mom's my mom's like, "What do you what what would you like to drink?" And he looks at all at all the breakfast stuff and goes, do you, have a, do you have any cola? Oh, I love that. And I this is like 6.30 in the morning. Did you guys have any cola? Well, I, I think he ended up getting what he wanted. I, I, don't, I don't drink soda. 
generally. We get it. You're better than everyone, John. It's fine. You're better than us soda drinkers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but that's the episode title. Um, highly recommend you guys get into uh, so the these real are story. Real, there were real preppy murders. There were, and then there was a TV movie movie made with uh, Lara Flynn Boyle as Jennifer Levin, I believe, and William Baldwin, who also, fun fact, played Serena's dad on Gossip Girl. So, not the, you know, he's a... Not the best a, Baldwin. It depends. I have, like, very specific feelings about all of the Baldwins. Oh, yeah? I met Stephen Baldwin on a plane once, and I know he has a lot of controversial opinions that I don't agree with. But he was so nice to our dog. <laughs> like, he was the nicest guy on a plane. And I think everybody knows that I don't agree with many of the things that Stephen Baldwin purports. But I will say that if we're going with just initial impressions, Stephen Baldwin is my favorite Baldwin. I think, I think that, you know all the Baldwins are kind of on a similar level. William Baldwin <laughs> hasn't done anything that I know of that's that controversial. Yeah. But, you know, they all have their many quirks. So. I just, I have to wonder if this is like one of those things where they they had the episode and they needed a title and thank God the Preppy Murders is like a real thing that exists. Or, <laughs> or do they start with the title and they go, all right, we're killing the Preppies. We, I mean, look at this. It's Preppy Murders. We got to do Yeah. Well, it's funny because the preppy murders, the actual murders, I think it really refers to the person doing the murdering, like Robert oh. Chambers was the preppy. Mm. It wasn't like well, Jennifer Levin. Was well, the... No. Charles has a preppy vibe. He does have a preppy vibe, but I don't think he does. You're right. But I don't think, uh, he. yeah. And I don't think Robert Chambers is killing uh, people because they're bad. Mm. So... This episode was written by Janine Salinas Schoenberg. She also wrote The Man in Black, which is the one with the farm, but not the farm. Right, the other farm. Right, yeah. and uh, Halloween, which is the one where Archie dressed up as that, like, uh, uh, domain-free, pure-heart superhero guy. Yes. Uh, and it was yes. also written by Devin Turner, who wrote Prom Night, which is the one where Black Hood and the Gargoyle King teamed up. I have a lot of questions about prom night. I was writing about that recently for the dip. Oh yeah. About how? About how? Like all those people who died. Like who are they? <laughs> like why yeah. don't we talk about them? Right, right. Were they dead? <clears throat> Did we didn't mourn? Yeah, we did not mourn. Uh, we didn't. So... We don't even have a memorial in the school. No, like no, they have never mourned anyone other than well, Fred. Yeah. Well, like many people have died. Yeah. This yeah. episode was directed by Gabriel Correa, uh, who's directed a bunch of episodes. He did Hereditary, the one where Cheryl's family first comes to town. He did the episode Tangerine. And, weirdly, he does next episode. Oh, good yeah. for him. I think that actually makes sense because I think a lot of people in COVID times are double booking directors. We haven't been. Yeah. Um, well, so I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know. So. We can, we'll get into it. Um, yeah. There are four plot lines this week. There's Archie's mad and sad one. There's Betty and Jughead's uh, rad mystery solving one. There's Cheryl's... Uh, I, I, sure, that's a plot. And uh, Veronica's bad one. <laughs> Which one do you want to go to first? Let's start with Veronica's bad one. Oh my god. I... So, can I just start with... 
did anybody think that Hiram was out of the gangster business? Because I didn't know we established that. So it's it's impossible to 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 know what is he retiring from though? Is he retiring from gangster business or being mayor? Right. I I, I don't know. I don't it, know. But I think so, the show knows now. Everything he does is so vague. <laughs> I know. I know. And like I know. he's out here doing crime. Yeah, what kind of crime? The he's punching bad people. Kind. Right. It's it's bad, but different than how Veronica does crime. Because I don't think Veronica's an anti-crime person. I don't think Veronica has any morals. The the only thing she cares very about vague. is keeping her friends and family safe and happy. And That's very mafia. Everyone Yeah, yes. right. And, and like she says she's not, but like everything she does is yeah no this is this is the classic uh teen girl tries to rebel against parents but becomes parents this oh man i and like okay i get the idea for the veronica plot it's like oh hermosa and veronica team up is a good idea and should have been done Mm -hmm. episodes ago in season four and probably been an a plot instead of whatever whatever this this episode had too many storylines four was too many every single one felt super rushed it felt like characters just appeared from nowhere. But I think I realized that I have a crush on Hermosa. I'm not oh, going to do it with the sure. accent. Okay, yeah. So yeah, I think well, she's she can... in this episode. Uh, Veronica she's in goes the to episode, take out the trash, so which I've been informed is character development. Because in an earlier episode from last season, she told Hiram she doesn't know how to take out the trash. So I didn't know that. I didn't that's notice her... that. <laughs> that's character... her arc. <laughs> okay, yeah. The, uh, yeah, she's very casual about almost being murdered by goons. Yeah, the Malloys come up on her, and she's like, "Oh yeah, no, I know who you guys are." Yeah, like and great, we're like, gonna great. we're gonna kill you because your your dad killed our dad. Uh, but then they're all suddenly shot by Omosa, which is the coolest thing she's ever done. It was the most I was ever interested in her. She's literally so where beautiful. She's like, this so was self defense. Yeah, she's like, were these your enemies? And she's like, and then Veronica's like, no, daddies, that's a problem. I'm like, she's 16, who's her enemy? Also, like, again, your dad technically owns an entire criminal organization. I don't know why he's putting himself in the line of fire so much with these guys. Right. Whatever yeah, all of his, like, of or whatever. Yeah, they all died. Yeah, they they, all, they be... all mysteriously died off screen. They all pretended to be FBI agents, and then they died. And so... so. Veronica and Hermosa go to talk to Hermione and they're like, hey, Hiram has to be stopped from beating people up in the streets because it it puts him in danger and sometimes us. Not because it's bad to beat people up in the streets, though. Well, to be and fair. <laughs> they ask for her shares and Hiram's black book of underworld contacts. And Hermione's like, oh, a hostile takeover. I'm in. And I, listeners, <laughs> it can't be this easy. It, it just can't what they just called papa poutine and was like hey you're working with us now and he was like cool right right yeah it's very easy but also I'm so glad it's just done <laughs> like like it fine like i didn't want it to be hard like i didn't want it to be complicated no, i just wanted, I wanted to it burn it <laughs> no no i just want Hiram out of here i want well, all the parents we, out of here we could have just kept him in jail <laughs> Right, no, he owns the jail, John, as he has previously established. <laughs> well, now he's mayor. He's not in jail anymore. Right. Uh, very unclear. Very unclear no, what no, happened his, there. His secret love affair daughter came and got him out of jail. Does I thought that she was a private investigator. Yeah. 
But then I also thought she owned a club. Yes, also true. Okay, so in I guess Miami, everyone has where I guess clubs. she commutes <laughs> from just to hang out in town and eat at Pop's Diner. Right, right. It's the best food in uh, in America <laughs> since being on diners and drive-ins and dives. Oh yeah, that would be funny. So. That would be hilarious. It'd be that... funny if after the time jump they come back and like it's expanded and it's like it's like, right. it's like a huge thing now. Well, we are getting um, Pop's granddaughter, right? Which just means they're like, oh, this is an opportunity to have a sexy Pop. We're just gonna get yeah. Pop off the show and have his sexy granddaughter be here instead. I hope that I hope that they like keep Pop. Though I don't. I hmm hmm. I'd be I'd... sad sad for him <laughs> he's Quite a sad, sad. man Very why sad. does his grandpa granddaughter ever visit huh How, what about that yeah exactly exactly uh so what happens now i don't remember <laughs> hiram yells at his daughters for right. defeating him in a single afternoon entirely off screen i, I truly i just i can't <sighs> hermione is like poppy your time is done like <laughs> oh you just have to retire now what <laughs> So then he goes to like the Caymans or something. It's just it's unclear. Does this mean that Veronica and Hermosa are going to take over the crime family? I don't know. Wait, why would Veronica doesn't want that? Does she? I don't know. What? What? Retire from what? Punching people in the street? You know what I know? Hermosa's the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. Hiram's like, <laughs> all I need to do business are my fists and a gun. And again, yeah, when he you said a the, gun, I was like, oh. Okay. You are the mayor. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think that what you were saying on um, our the TV Watch Repeat podcast about how Hiram, they hired a Hiram who was like, didn't look like a white collar criminal, looked like someone who, I mean, he looks like a white collar criminal when he's in a suit, but then he's, but he's like he's huge boxing. also. Yeah. Yeah. Or he's like very like muscly. He looks like he could kill you with your with his bare hands right like he's not hiring people to do his dirty work because why he can just beat everyone up yeah so and I honestly appreciate yeah that mark consuelos is really digging into this episode oh yeah I think he's, he's elevating good... this material hermosa has a new plan here's the plan she's gonna hire some people to beat hiram up real bad and then when he asks for help they they won't <laughs> just gonna beat yeah. Hiram up with a bunch of randos and he's done I mean, and Hiram looks messed up when Veronica gets that call he's got like you know blood all over him makeup and stuff and when he asks her to pull out the first aid kit she refuses and then she has this comment where she's like your, astrolo your astrological sign might be a scorpion but you're a dog you're gonna so get I killed guess... like a dog I guess Hiram's a Scorpio. He's a Scorpio. Yeah. What and Veronica that... hates dogs. What does that mean? Um, well, Scorpio is a kind of a complicated sign on the on the horoscope mm. thing. Uh, sure, but what's his moon? What's his rising? Is like Hiram John... on CoStar? I've written like so many articles that's like, this is like, I've literally recently wrote an article that was like, what breakfast food you are based on your zodiac sign. <laughs> So I am an expert. Oh, wait. But I, I can't quick, tell you. What breakfast food am I if I'm a Taurus? I have no idea. <laughs> but you wrote the article. article. I have no idea. I don't remember. <laughs> I, think, I think that you are like a protein shake or something because... That, that checks. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I got it. I'll send you the article. I have no idea. I don't even know what mine is. I'm a cancer. Um, but, but I have no idea. 
I do have to say that I, I have gotten more into astrology recently, but I'm just really bad at remembering things like that. So I kind of know the vibe of a Taurus. I feel like you are a Taurus vibe. Like I'm a double Taurus. Yeah, that makes sense. I found I sense. Uh, getting into astrology more this year is actually, it's it's been very nice for me and all my female friends. <laughs> yeah, it's been fun. We've enjoyed it. But I, uh, all I'm the boys got into stocks, and all the girls got into astrology. The girls have also gotten into stocks. Oh, the stocks! I are... actually, I made uh, five hundred dollars on Dogecoin last night. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I don't think that's gonna last. Oh, my roommate's in on uh, my roommate Brennan's in on some GameStop stock. Oh, I, I wish I got and in some on AMC. That early. I, uh, I'm currently down three dollars today, but I, ch- I cashed out a bit. But nice. I'm, good. Yeah. 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 So don't recommend <clears throat> it. It's stressful. <laughs> no, I'd rather I'd rather do like Kickstarters or Patreons or stuff. Than like the that. stock market. I, I don't make money off of that, but I find I'm I'm supporting people's endeavors, which I like a bit more than Right. You can give me money whenever. Like just so you know. Oh it makes yeah, sure, totally. Good. Yeah, you want some money? <laughs> I'd love money. Oh, I that's mean. great. Well great. Love well, it. Yeah, my minimum wage job. Yeah, I love that. Thank you. Thank you for the gifts. Appreciate it. Go anyway. write for a website. Go write for a website. Go write a breakfast article. Go write a breakfast cereal article. <laughs> Veronica leaves Hiram behind. And Ramosa has this line that baffles me where she's like, oh, it looks like you're a lodge after all. What are you talking about? <laughs> what is specifically lodge-like about, about beating up your dad and not helping him? <laughs> Yeah, it's sad. Pretty sad. What is, Veronica has nothing to prove to you. You're the one who's not a lodge. Well, she's technically a lodge. Yeah, she got, I know, she's in the family, but like, ridiculous. Yeah, this is very, is this the whole plot? I just, I'm also, I just, it all, it still feels like Armosa's trying too hard. No, she's great. I love her. So. She's great. Uh, finally, Hiram decides to retire all on his own. He's like, what would that look like? And they're like, it's a time jump. Uh, we jump seven years in the future, and that's when you're coming back, and you just get to get caught up on everything that happened in between. Oh, he's gonna be back, isn't he? He's going to be the perspective from which we jump through time. Oh wow, no, no. He's like, oh cool, we just party on the Caymans, right, Hermione? And Hermione's like, actually, <laughs> my character arc this entire time was that before I came here, Andy Cohen asked me to be a real housewife, and I said no because I had to protect Veronica from nothing, and then you, <laughs> and then uh, things happened, and now Her- Hermosa's here, and um, I'm I'm leaving you to become a real housewife of New York City on Bravo. Well, you know what she's actually doing? I mean, it's like, that's the you. arc on screen. I know she's actually going to hunt child <laughs> predators. Right, which is <laughs> I crazy. Just, I just wish... Hermione were leaving to hunt child predators. I don't think that would make sense for the her fact at that all. Hermione's Hermione like started as like, you know, trying to make it on her own and like start over in this town and then was relegated to drinking wine for three years and then was just like, and now <laughs> goodbye, I'm gonna be a real housewife. No, it's, that makes sense. That art uh, does make sense. And, actually. The, and the, the most consistent thing about it is that they did previously set up that she knew Andy Cohen. <laughs> no, no, that's I think that's what she said that a couple of years ago, Andy Cohen had asked her to be on the Real Housewives of New York City, and she turned him down when he showed up in Riverdale. So this actually makes perfect sense. Perfect sense. 
Oh, so that's all they do in Real Housewives. They complain and they drink wine and they have bad husbands. No, she'll be an incredible Real Housewives. It's going to be amazing. Honestly, I can honestly like see it in my mind's eye. Like her doing the twirl. It's going to yeah. be great. It's honestly going to be so cool. Like, remember when they were like, she's the true head of the crime family? I don't know. <laughs> yes, but no. It's not important. It's show. That's, it is show. All right. Goodbye, her Brilliant. Yeah. yeah honestly. mentioning that Hermione announces her intention to leave this episode, and FP does not. Well, I think FP might be sticking around for a little bit. I, I could think, be wrong. I don't know, man. I think FP might be in danger next week. That would be cool. But I honestly love him. I think he's great. I, I think he's a great actor. I think he's really appealing to watch. I don't, <laughs> want, I don't want him to leave. I like him and Alice together. Yeah. I I don't want him to leave. Yeah, I don't I, think Alice is going if anywhere. If they try to so. give Alice another love interest, I will not accept it. No. That was kind of how I felt about on Gossip Girl. It was like Lily, who's Serena's mom, and Rufus, who's Dan's dad. Mm -hmm. They were oh, set no. up as like end game and it's... they were perfect but then they didn't work out they got married and then they broke up they got divorced mm, that's it was fucked funny. william baldwin broke up that marriage <gasps> just full circle just not the actual william baldwin his character right you know i understand yeah yeah that's fucked it's fucked up where do you want to go next archie betty and jughead cheryl let's do cheryl all right it's quick and easy and Oh my god, yeah, so apparently there's just no consequences from last episode, because Tony and Cheryl are still talking. Uh, Tony's like, hey, sorry about how last episode ended, and Cheryl's like, that's okay, I'm going to completely change my family business. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if this is, like, gonna make Tony's grandma like her. <clears throat> yeah, sure. right, right. So... Oh, yeah, that, selling us back the land. Now it's cool. fine right you're right the, you can tell this episode was the first one they really had to complete in a in a covid environment because they have a zoom meeting i thought that too yeah exactly though honestly easier than getting all those the, people in. a lot of the rules when we went back to production was like uh try to use as few locations as possible try to have as few children and pets in your script as possible try to have as few uh, less people in the same location as possible in the writing part of it to yes. keep people safe and you can really see that in this episode there's it's a very it's it's small groups indoors in 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 controlled sets that that the that that the show is filmed on that makes sense yeah so cheryl's yeah. in a zoom meeting and we've done a couple of the a couple of zoom scenes on nickus as well they have not aired yet I can't but really in your talk a lot, but it's a lot of the person on the other side kind of having to set themselves up. In Nickus, though, you, COVID exists. Yes, yes, COVID in the exists world of it. in Nickus. Yeah, uh, eventually, it does not. Yeah. in the, I, I think I think they're just catching up to it now in the show because yeah. they were doing like a story set in 2019 because we didn't want to deal with it and then yeah. the dang pandemic just kept going so <laughs> you gotta put yeah. in the show now yeah that's i god that sucks i mean i'm sure it's fine but well not the pandemic i mean we, we know what happens so <clears throat> so cheryl tells her zoom family that she wants to sell part of their land not all of their land just part of their land back to the indigenous people and rebrand the maple syrup business 
And her family isn't super into it after the whole killing her uncle and feeding him to them thing. But they're not totally not okay with it, which I thought was weird. I, I just, I love that Cheryl's like, why would you do such a thing, you hateful person? It's like, you murdered my dad. And, well, and, and Cheryl's fair. like, rude. I did that for me. <laughs> to be fair, was it a murder or was it a self-defense? Cheryl regrets none of her actions and then judges people horrifically when they do anything <laughs> to inconvenience her. Yeah. She's a teenage girl. And people are like, she's great. <laughs> yeah. I, I stand Cheryl, by that. <laughs> Cheryl then, Cheryl goes to her mother, of all people, Penelope. Yeah. He's like, I need help redeeming their family. And she's like, I heard murdering our family. Uh, she calls <laughs> the entire family a group of hateful bitches. Which she I delivers loved. the line very well. And I then, think Natalie Bolt is a treasure. And tells she's Cheryl, so good. She's pretty good. She she's tells so Cheryl good. to make herself scarce with an alibi. So... It's really unclear which location it's in, but because Cheryl's in silk and Tony's in plaid, I'm going to assume it's Cheryl's bedroom. Cheryl yeah. asked Tony to go on a vacation with her, and Tony's like, of course. And I'm like, wait, so yeah, nothing has changed for you two. Right. No, 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 they're together. Yeah, yeah. They're together. They just couldn't spend prom together. Right. The night after prom. Right. Which, which seems... Okay. Like low stakes. Can I, can I, real quick, I just want to, when you were in high school and you went to prom, yes. were there parties after prom? So my school is very weird about prom. We really were very extra about prom. I wouldn't say it was absolutely everyone, but not only were there like post-prom parties, there were like post-prom, you went to the Hamptons. Yeah, yeah, no, my school so, too. People okay, went to like cool. beach houses for the weekend. Right, exactly. And, I'm a, uh, and like, oh, they, everyone in Riverdale was just like, all right, and then we go home. Yeah, yeah, it was a thing. I'm just shocked there were no after prom parties. Yeah, that's true. I wonder that is weird. if, I really do wonder if there was a different version of this episode before COVID. Probably, And that they I'm had sure. to change a lot to make it this COVID safe. Because there's so many things that happen off screen that yeah. another person tells you about that I'm sure in a normal episode would be you know, big moments. Well, I think this true. one it's... got neutered a little bit. And and, and, and for, for Nickus too, we were writing much more COVID safe when we started. And then like things kind of, you know, shift over time as you get better at handling COVID. Yeah. I say testing positive for COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, doing really well. Um, you know, but you never know. You never know where you got that. <laughs> right. So, so you never know. Mm -hmm. Yikes. I'm so sorry. No, it's fine. Uh, so Cheryl comes downstairs later, I guess after the vacation, to find Nana with a, with a, with, in black clothes with a dark shawl over her head. She's like, who are we mourning? The entire Blossom family. Oh, they yeah. They have, quote, sailed into the underworld. What? I mean, Why? I, I... They committed suicide by poisoning themselves to atone for the ancient Blossom sins. So nobody, uh, nobody knows where Natalie Natalie, Penelope Blossom is. Uh, I think Cheryl knows she's in the wall. Well, other than Cheryl, does anybody else? So because no, she's people still think missing. she's dead. Okay, missing. And so no one's been convenient. like, hey, you know the madam at the sex club who looks like she's looks... wearing Penelope Blossom's face? Right, just looks <laughs> just like her somehow. What the if? mask is of her <laughs> the, face? The one who calls them also... hateful bitches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, yeah. I guess people don't. Don't suspect her, though, of crime. She got away with it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. The, no body, no, no crime. Uh, 
no one's gonna look into this. I know no one's gonna look into the yeah. Blossom family and like why they all suddenly died. I I guess I appreciate the choice to just clear the deck. I, I kind of love it. The new plan is gonna be for Cheryl. If this if this is going to mean something, if she's not gonna be rich anymore in the future. Well, something. does this mean she's not going to be rich? <clears throat> uh, probably not. She's probably going to be incredibly successful co-syrup right. CEO with Tony after the time jump. Yeah. So I think she'll be fine. You don't have to worry about her, John. That's sweet, but don't worry. She'll be okay. <laughs> she'll be perfectly fine. Shut, shut up. Yeah. Do you want to do uh, Archie or Betty and Jughead? Let's do Archie. Because okay. I actually thought this was a very nice plot line. It's histrionics for mary the, what Andrew, what they're so. trying to do i think is good yeah what they're successful at doing is not all of it and it's it's a very strange episode where like it's like they put an entire season arc into one episode for archie and i wish if cheryl and veronica weren't in this episode we could have spent more time with archie and really gotten into it but instead it's like it's like whiplash, and a lot of times he's feeling like a sexy lamp with no control. <laughs> Who would have said that about Archie? And I, and I have to say, my first thing is just that I don't... I think I, I had a little bit of trouble with this one just because I, I thought Archie was more over the Black Hood than this episode makes it seem like he is. Yes, I think that's very fair. I think... I also... The Black Hood didn't kill his dad. The Black Hood I... did not kill his dad. If this had been... If the videotape had been a reenactment of the death of Fred on the side of the street, yeah, I think that would have motivated Archie's reactions a lot. And I have to wonder if that was pitched at some point and someone else said, I don't feel comfortable doing that on our show. Yeah. Uh, so they did the Black Hood thing. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think about what if the tape was of of his actual death. I mean, obviously, Luke Perry did not die that way. Luke Perry had a stroke. He's very well missed. He seemed like, honestly, the nicest guy. I can't really think about it too much without getting a little teary-eyed because he's great. He was great. But, yeah, the thing that always kind of confused me, or I kind of suspected that maybe they got Luke Perry, assuming they wouldn't have him forever, like, after season one, and they thought about actually maybe having Fred actually die. Because I feel like, like, yes, Fred is near death. But I feel like a lot of the ways Archie reacts to it is as if he actually died or spent more time in the hospital. Like, Fred kind of is fine after, like, two episodes of season one, uh, season two. And I always thought that was a little weird. Maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe Luke Perry's first contract was only for one season. And then yeah. it turned out... He wanted to be KJ's actual dad, and they were like, right. "Oh, cool, we'll just keep you." <laughs> right, exactly. And I think that that's why I always was a little. I mean, obviously, nobody could have predicted that he would actually pass away, but I always thought it was a little weird how much the black hood affected Archie, because it seemed like not that uh, there's so many things that happen on the show that have no consequences that are very similar that nobody really reacts to yeah you know what i mean like yeah. veronica was almost murdered like pretty much the same thing that happened to fred happened to veronica and it was like veronica like stubbed her toe oh they paper they paper <laughs> over a lot of a lot of stuff all the right. time and i don't think it's like yeah like jughead almost was murdered 
Um, I think Jughead's dad was almost murdered at some point. Many um, of these characters have almost died. I think the only person who hasn't been in grave mortal danger is Veronica of the main. Four. Well, she just was almost murdered, but like five minutes ago. She never felt like she was in that much danger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She didn't even seem that nervous. She's she was threatened. Other people were genuinely hurt. You know, yeah, I feel Jughead, like Jughead and Archie have multiple permanent scars on their body. <laughs> The bane and of Veronica the sometimes wears glasses. I love Veronica in glasses. I think she's adorable. Yeah, very cute. Yeah. So cute. I, yeah. I don't, man. I hope she gets better. <laughs> uh, better stories. She will. I, mm. I think. So, Archie's boxing late at night, thinking about the Black Hood. Mary comes in, offers to make him some, quote, chamomile. T. I don't okay, know I heard, pronounces it that way. I heard that too, and I was like, "Have I been pronouncing it wrong?" I <laughs> like, what does I she like, know that I don't know? They wouldn't let this on television if that was that wrong, right? Archie's <laughs> like, "Nah, I'm gonna run to visit Dad's grave." And he does. He, yeah, he runs he to Fred's grave, and he's like, "Dad, this show doesn't make sense." They said it was about a, a, a good town with dark secrets, but it's just a dark town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the underbelly is the belly. So. <laughs> It's the front belly of the town. <laughs> uh, the The next day at school, it's the top belly. <laughs> I don't know if those if there are different bellies. Honestly, I don't know what that <laughs> the word. The underbelly means. and the front belly. <laughs> Cheryl yells at a school administrator because she doesn't get to have a special graduation gown all to herself. Shut up, Cheryl! In a sea of blue. If you want a red blue. graduation gown. Buy the entire graduating class red graduation gowns. Also, it's not their colors. They're the blue and gold. They're the blue and gold. <laughs> Archie comes in. Veronica welcomes him with a kiss. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, she tells him to play along. Ben yeah, and Jughead she... are... It's the only scene the four have together this episode. And they're like, Archie, gra- grab your graduation gown. And he's like, I'm not graduating. And, and <laughs> well, You want to like, walk with okay. us? No. Is something wrong? Yes, Betty. Everything is wrong. <laughs> But he's like, yeah, but here's the thing. Like, he, it's always this bad. Why are you playing <laughs> yeah, now? Yeah, I don't, you're not special. Yeah, no, I know. We're, it's tracking, very... a mur- we're tracking an auteur slash maybe murderer. It's kind of funny that the auteur is not a murderer no, at all. No, but... she didn't do a single thing bad. <laughs> well, she did do some fucked she just, up shit. I mean, but... I mean truly, uh, will there ever be consequences from Jellybean from Archie's perspective? Because he's pretty fucked up today and it's her fault. And if he just <laughs> mentioned it. To Betty and Betty and Jack could be like, hey, no, I got another tape last night and uh, it really wigged me out. Then maybe Jughead wouldn't get a forgiving hug at the end of this episode. <sighs> yeah, got a lot of questions there. Yeah, we'll get there. So Veronica tells Archie that they're going to pretend to be together to protect Jughead from the truth. And Archie does not like it, so he leaves. But he does not, we're not telling Jughead. I think we might never tell Jughead. Or they're going to save that yeah. for, like, someday down the road when we need to really make Jughead sad. I think we're Or gonna next save... episode. It might be yeah, next episode. I think we're going to save it for next episode, and it's going to be an explosive breakup. I... But... Ooh. Ooh, I want it. Yeah. I crave it. Also, if your friend, if your girlfriend kept kissing your best friend, like, if that happened, like, multiple times, break up with your girlfriend. This is, this is like, a little bit of, like, a... Though, I, <laughs> I do want to say, Jughead, you did kind of set this in motion yourself. <laughs> you were like, you know, it'd be a great idea if Betty and Archie kissed. That will really throw them off. And 
Yeah. But, like, this isn't yeah. even the first time Betty and Archie have kissed or had, like, it's that not. moment. Yeah, it's they've, not. They've, they've at least had the hots for each other for a while. Right, I think Even that's... if emotionally they're like, I don't really want to date you, but, wow. Yeah, I feel like they don't have good boundaries with each other, and I just feel like that's important, and yeah. you should break up with each other at that point. You know what? <laughs> this was also the episode where we confirmed that Jughead and Betty just share a room and sleep together every night. Uh, yeah, and I cannot, and I just think it would be so funny if, like, you know, one of these days when Jughead, when Archie like goes to his window to look across at Betty, he just sees <laughs> Betty and Jughead hanging out, and he's like, oh, "It's not the same anymore." It's not the same. I also think it's weird that they spend the whole night spooning. <laughs> what I an uncomfortable like way to sleep all night. I long. know. No, I don't like it. Jughead's no. arms don't work in the morning. No, it's exhausting. No, not my thing. <laughs> I. You- you know, I watch WandaVision, and they sleep in separate beds at the start of episode two, and I'm like, I can get behind that. <laughs> it's it's not a bad idea. It's not It's terrible. really not. No, it's not a bad idea. So, <clears throat> Archie's at the gym when suddenly Hiram appears and puts him in a headlock. He tries to, he, he, he yells at Archie for, for cheating on Veronica, and it's going to kill him for it, which, yeah, right. I'm surprised we didn't do more with this. He also insult, insults Fred to yeah, Archie's face mean. which like come on man yeah I get it Fred kissed your wife but you were in jail so who really screwed yeah, up yeah jeez and also you had like an affair and like father's yeah, child yeah wait yeah you had <laughs> like, you had off. multiple illicit affairs yeah no, <laughs> with a Hiram... secret daughter yeah Hiram sucks You're like, like I said here I am on the high ground <laughs> <laughs> exactly constantly constantly annoying uh, Sheriff that. Keller shows up to hold Archie back, but Archie kicks Hiram out of out of his gym. You know, shit, he tried to murder you and he put you in prison. You don't <laughs> have to have him as like a customer at your establishment. But is there the, is the deputy other mayor gym. position still available? Or <laughs> What about Hiram's no. gains, Caitlin? <laughs> you know, you, he, yeah, forgot His gym was healthy. <laughs> it was making, it was connecting him to his primal spirit. <laughs> Jesus, like get a, buy a fucking weight set, dude. Like, <laughs> I can't. You're telling me the Pembroke doesn't have space for a home gym? Honestly, I don't know how big the Pembroke is. I was thinking about that. Yeah. Does anyone else live there? Doesn't look that big. Mm -mm. Mary Mary tells Archie that she got a call from the defense lawyer in Fred's hit and run case. Apparently, if Archie writes a statement forgiving the dad who is taking the blame for the son, he might get a better sentence from the judge. And Archie does not want to do that and i get it man yeah i get it yeah. i do Ugh, i do like how the episode ends yeah it. i think this is great i i i love that story uh it because yeah that's a that's a great plot to send archie on takes a while to get there yeah archie starts writing the letter but then remembers episode 401 and the sun and uh rips it up no mr augustine swings by the el royale which i'm gonna say not cool, dude. Yeah, no. Maybe no, send no. an email or something. Uh, he's like, hey, um, I know you're going to write that thing for me, but my son confessed and is being tried as an adult, so can you forgive my son who actually did kill your dad? Um, okay, so this is probably pretty fucked up, but what I thought was what a moronic child <laughs> because Archie probably would write that letter for the dad, because he didn't actually do it. You can forgive the man who's taking a blame for his son, which is something that Fred would have done. 
Exactly. But this kid in trying to be a noble person, this is the kid, you know what? This kid kind of fucking sucks. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I I know that we're supposed to be like, he was a scared kid or something. Yeah. I don't totally forgive him. Uh-uh. Um, and I think he's stupid. So I think he's stupid. He doesn't know how. He's never watched an episode of Scandal. And I think he's stupid. So that's yes. my opinion. <laughs> I, I agree. Thank you. I also, Thank you. and this is this is nothing to do with the emotion of the scene, but I really like the El Royale sweater that Archie has in this scene. Yeah, I like it too. Actually, I, do I would like wear it. one. Yeah, if you if somebody had a cricket, somebody <clears throat> could make one for you, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Had to screenshot if, if only that. Were, uh, if only someone had looked up and already found multiple Etsy's selling the exact sweater. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! Actually, send me send me those links. I want to see if I can make. Oh, one you myself. should you should ask Beth for those links. Okay, She's I'll get someone. Beth. <laughs> she's it's not you it's, it's not me it's not me i told her i wanted one and she was like hold on nice okay i'm gonna text about that archie tells mr augustine that like he gets it right if he he could have made the same mistake the the boy did uh but he wouldn't have driven away from the accident he wouldn't have run he would have yeah. taken responsibility I'm like yeah Sir, I just, you got to come to terms with the fact that your son might suck a little bit. Yeah, he sucks. He could get better, but he sucks right now. At the end of the day, though, I also kind of, yeah, I, I feel like you got to forgive the kid, right? Yeah, I guess. Just like, yeah. Fred, at the Fred end of this would. episode, it's the same thing. Fred would have done it. Yeah, yeah, I Doesn't get it. I, yeah, it sucks, but yeah, I know. Archie comes home to find Mary crying so much over over the auteur tape of the Black Hood not killing anyone. Uh, I thought that was weird. And, she, and again, I'm like, she, she's getting real emotional over this, and I don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> she's like, is that what it felt like? Is that the fear you felt? And remember, on the screen, it's someone just wearing an Archie mask, kind of like, shaking <laughs> a little bit. It's not, it's not the real moment. Also, okay, so the problem with Mary. It's not really a problem with Mary, but Mary operates in a world where this is the worst thing that's ever happened. Um, and and it's like not even close. It's not even close this week. Mom, he shot at us months later. Yeah, like, man. He lived next door for years and you knew right. that. He tried to bury Archie alive. Like, also Mary Mom, only I showed up in jail and got branded. Mary also like didn't show up in town after this yeah, right well she was like, off with her girlfriend in the city and the thing is we said that but she actually was well we said a boyfriend <laughs> we did we didn't no, give her enough credit eventually you did say girlfriend i did say girlfriend at one point i did i wish her i wish her gorf- girlfriend were interesting but that's fine okay i mean i feel like you're putting a lot of pressure on uh parents love yeah, interests i i am <laughs> but fine i've seen better <laughs> i've seen better <laughs> Sure, sure. Uh, Archie Archie smashes the VCR and TV with a baseball bat and then runs upstairs instead of talking to his mom about his feelings. Like, so, so smashed. Which, wow, I watched the cheeser for this episode, and that was the moment where I'm like, this one's going to be nuts. Yeah, wasn't that nuts? That was a a crazy thing to do. Frankly, it was an old TV. They can get a better one anyway. Yeah, it wasn't a flat screen. I haven't yeah. seen a TV that's not a flat screen in a while. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, so. Oh, the other thing was Mary was like, "Your uncle Frank's coming." It's like, oh no, not him again. I literally forgot who he was. Ultramarine Frank, M- uh, mercenary Archie's, Frank. 
So Archie's punching his bag again when his uncle comes in wearing the tightest shirt he could find. <laughs> he is and an Andrews like, after Archie, all. you can't just you can't just fight all this pain. You gotta you gotta punch me, I guess, to, because I can take it. And then we cry together. Uh, I think that's uh, that's what he's selling. Yeah. So Archie punches his uncle a bunch, and then they both drop to their knees, and 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 Archie cries into his shoulder because apparently he's finally processing Fred's death, but. I, someone get the therapist back to town. I know. Call Gina Torres, please. ASAP. So For Jellybean also. RG apologizes to his mom and uncle. Frank's like, hey, you may you may never heal uh, completely. Ooh. That's just how it is. But also, I'm turning myself in for being an evil mercenary. So it's like, it's like <laughs> oh, some emotional scars never heal. It's like a very real thing. And then uh, evil mercenary crimes. Right, and Mary's yeah. like, "Don't worry, I'll represent you." <laughs> yeah, it was a weird sitcom ending. Like, and everything's weird. fine now. Yeah, I also forgot that he did evil mercenary crime thing. You don't remember the most insane episode of Riverdale, where his mercenary buddy the... tries to kill him in the kitchen, and then Archie comes in with, "Oh my god, I forgot my phone." Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot my phone. <laughs> Cut to black, Riverdale logo. <laughs> Riverdale. I <didn't> <laughs> <laughs> remember that? Oh, we—if he just said nothing, it would have made so much more sense as a cut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ta-ta, Riverdale, great show. Yeah. Uh, Archie gives Mary the letter for the Augustines. Uh, he talks about how Fred would have forgiven, and it's nice. Uh, he it visits nice. the grave with Frank, and you know what? I'm—I'm I'm proud of him. It was—it was good. It just felt like a lot of stuff happened to Archie. You know, the tape was given yeah. to him. Uh, Hiram attacked him uh mr augustine came to him mary found the tape on his own frank just showed up archie was just being tossed around doing sexy lamp things the whole episode yeah but i i like felt like archie didn't seek out any of this it all just happened to him but i think he did react to it and i think that was kind of the problem is that he had been trying for so long to be an active person who's like if i do this then it'll make the fact that the black hood shot my dad okay and it's almost like when he stopped moving that was when like the trauma really set in do you know what I mean? like he finally had some time to kind of you know he's no longer distracted by his relationship with veronica he's no longer kind of chasing he's not running away from Hiram. he's blah blah, blah. so I think this was like finally he was able to be like, oh fuck, what am I going to do with my future? I don't have a boxing match to compete in. I don't, I don't have a girlfriend. Yeah, oh, I kind of wish they'd played that up a little bit more. I guess yeah. if like if he were in the scene where Jughead gets the phone call about Iowa, it would have made probably it, it would have also Aww. been like, oh, I'm losing Jughead and Betty, and I lost Veronica. I'm not that, friends yeah. with Kevin. Um, <laughs> oh wait, that's Jughead. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if Archie's really good friends with Kevin either, but yeah, yeah, it works. It's I don't I don't know if that perspective from him fully gets across. I and feel bad. We have for to him read now. into it a little bit to get there. Yeah, that makes sense. I guess Ugh. we gotta go to Betty and Jughead now. Yes, I'm excited. So Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Betty and Jughead are 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 spooning in her single bed. <laughs> Uh, when they get a late night phone call from Brett in prison. I'm so sad that this guy is gone. He's, he's 
they're like, what do you want? He's like, I want to talk to my best friends. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> hey, what's going on? I got your number. Aww. He calls Jughead <laughs> Slughead, which I love. He always comes He's up with the so best good. nicknames for his friends. Uh, and he's like, I gotta, I gotta tell you this important stuff, but can your friend's dad get me into solitary so that I can tell you what I know? We never see them ask Hiram to do this. He did not. I would have loved to see that meeting. <laughs> I would have loved for, for Betty <clears throat> even, to be like, even if I'm it's not Veronica, doing that. And be like, hey, um, this guy who tried to murder Jughead wants to be transferred to solitary in your prison. And I feel like Hiram would just be like, done. <laughs> All I need okay. are my fists and a gun. <laughs> <laughs> and a phone, I guess. In this case, he needs a phone. They go to the prison to talk to Brett. Brett's already dead. This guard is so casual about it. He's like, oh, no, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> what about like, somebody he said, they... he said he called his best friends. He can die in peace now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brett. This is very upsetting. I'm so upset Brett's dead. I know. I really they, didn't expect it. They keep Donna alive. But oh, I like Donna Brett. too. Donna sucks. No, I like Donna. I like Donna. I think she's fun. Donna's but Brett is potential for jokes that Brett. Brett is great. Brett is Brett is R.I.P. If the actor who plays Brett ever wants to do an episode, we should. I know. I got to get episode. on that. Yeah. Uh, uh, now that he's dead, I feel like <laughs> we'll see. Let's see. Come talk to us about what that was like. Yeah, we'll get uh, him. And we'll get Ko on the show. It'll be great. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I love that. So Creepy Doctor Jr. shows Betty and Jughead Brett's body, where, and this is also off screen, uh, his eyes have been gouged out. It just, it feels Aww. like this episode has no budget, you know? Oh, you, did you want to see it? Because well, I they, hate like, stuff. <clears throat> I, no, of course, I like, the horror is probably better if yeah. they don't show it to us, is that we see so little of anything this episode. I mean, I don't know if it's the budget, or maybe, I don't know. May, I don't know if Brett was really under mm-hmm. there. Probably yeah, who knows? wasn't. That's yeah. true. Maybe they didn't want to just, maybe they couldn't get Brett for that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they probably. didn't want to put him in a scene with them, you know? Yeah. Apparently these kids are taking mouthwash every time they kiss on this scene. I guess that works. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I, I wasn't sure if that was a joke. I actually kind of feel like it's a, probably a good call to do that. You know, for like sanitary reasons other than COVID reasons. Sure. Hey, people are like, why aren't you just doing that all the time? Yeah, exactly. It's like, who had an onion bagel? You know? <laughs> right, Veronica, right. why are you sometimes, eating an onion bagel? <laughs> sometimes I come in looking at what we got, what, 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 what they're putting together for lunch, and it's like, don't we have stunts today? <laughs> <laughs> tri-tip <laughs> and mashed potatoes. <laughs> oh, that sounds so good. Not the tri-tip. I don't eat meat, but the mashed potatoes are my favorite thing no, ever. They, so. they, yeah, the caterers are sometimes very good. Yeah. I love, I love a set food. <laughs> Betty makes a huge leap she's like eyes cut out that's got to be connected to the auteur writing god is watching which would make this the first confirmed auteur body and someone who was in prison but charles is like that's a good idea you should trust that feeling betty definitely chase (laughs) that lead down and nothing else don't don't you're on it second guess it at all you're in a junior fbi agent you know and 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 it was probably David, and I'm going to send guys out looking for him. And if he shows up dead, he shows up dead. But, you know. So I, it just all feels like a huge leap. Mm-hmm. But also, why did Brett have to wait to get into solitary? Why couldn't he feel like Charles was... Because just off screen behind him for the phone was Chick being like, I got my phone call next. (laughs) (laughs) 
breathy chick. I love that Chick's guy. Like, I'm gonna I kill honestly you. do. And Brett's like, I should tell someone. And then he's like, oh, but I'm not going to tell you. I got to go to solitary first. I absolutely adore Chick, and I wish he was in this episode. Mm, mm -mm. I, and now you have the opposite feeling. This, you know what? This really feels like the Charles and Chick business in this episode feels like someone in the room was like, remember when we did that one scene with Chick? And everyone else was like, shit, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> How do we make that make sense? I guess Charles is a serial killer, but he's never killed anyone. Then we has to kill people now. <laughs> let's go, let's go, let's he go. He has to murder some people. It uh, works, he did. They find, they, find, they find David. He's dead. He's hanging. He's got the owl mask over his head, so they didn't have to pay the guy. And a sign around his neck that says, God is watching. And, and, they're, and they're immediately like, was he suicidal? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> was he was he suicidal and did he uh did he do all those elaborate did he stuff? do all this and also did he kill brett in prison fine not for Here. a second did i buy that this was the auteur yeah no Mostly and if i knew jelly bean wasn't capable of it right no she can't lift a body no that body come on she's so small Plus, she's like she's a like jelly bean <laughs> she's a jelly bean <laughs> oh man poor Ugh, fucked up families these people have <laughs> Uh, Jughead gets an email. He got into the University of Iowa's writer's workshop. And then he has to explain he, why it's he not an Ivy. He immediately negs it. He's like, listen, it's yeah. no Ivy League and it's in the Midwest. But it's one of the yeah. best in the country. Just say it's one of the best in the... Right, like, Jughead, no one cares. And like... FP's like, let's celebrate by going to Pops and ordering the same food we eat every day. <laughs> I thought that too. I was like, this is a celebration. No wonder you have to get out. Get out of this town. They were they were preparing to put breakfast on the table or, or right. lunch, one of the two, and they're like, ah, fuck it, let's go to Pops. Did you see the did you see the the screenshot that someone took of Jellybean eyeing the rolls? <laughs> no. So I guess that there's like I guess when they're about to go to Pops, it holds on Jellybean. Uh-huh. But I guess they didn't I didn't notice that in the scene there was a big basket of bread rolls. So it looks like she's looking at the rolls. <laughs> it looks like she's just being like, I'm gonna take she, all these. She's rolls. like, she's like, these were my favorite rolls. They got them from the bakery special for today's lunch, and now we are leaving them. They're gonna go stale. We're going <laughs> these to are pops. fine. No yeah, one she's loves like me. Those. No one. No one. Truthfully, I mean, no one gives a shit about jelly bean. I kind of get it, but is what it is. Then that night. Benny and Jughead get another late night phone call, and this time from Donna. He was like, Donna's "Someone's right. trying to kill me." Also, Joan is dead. Yeah, we're not gonna hire Joan. And honestly, but... for a second here, I was like, "It's Jonathan." Yeah, I thought, I thought that too. I, I thought was they like... were gonna be like Jonathan. I was like, "Yeah, you killed me." Right, <laughs> right. Like that would have been fun. That would have uh, been a fun plot. But Betty has a series of absolutely incredible lines. She says, "Give me a break, you narcissistic psycho." There's no murder conspiracy against your preppy cabal and not getting twisted, not getting sucked into your twisted reindeer games. So um, this is a very, it is a good line, but it's a little weird for Betty because there is a conspiracy against the preppy cabal and well, Betty <laughs> should think about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. But she didn't. But Donna's dead. She didn't think or so no, at first. No, Joan is dead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Betty checks in on Joan. She, she calls... Yeah. Joan's family and Joan's mother is like, Oh, are you Donna? And Je Betty's like, Sure. <laughs> yeah. How did, how did Don Joan die? And then uh, Joan's mom is super casual and in complete detail, like, Oh, she was walking down the street when she got hit in the head with a rock. 
Yeah, that's definitely not something that you're supposed to keep a secret from the police as they investigate uh, who did it. Yeah. No, like, there's a preppy murderer on the loose. Anyway, bye. <laughs> All right, have a good day. Click. <laughs> yeah, Betty's very casual about the whole thing. Mm -hmm. uh, Jughead gets another tape. The whole family gathers for Jelly Bean's movie. She's like, she's like excited, be like, oh, I wonder what they're gonna think. Uh, the otter got in the house, and yeah, yeah, Jelly Bean's in the video, but like, obviously, there's other people involved in these. They oh, keep yeah. like not suspecting other people are in these movies when there is a full cast in these movies. I know. I thought that was weird too. It's like maybe the otter's not one person; it's a bunch of people. Yeah, Clearly yeah, it could have been a group. On it. That would have been cool. That would have been that would have been a reveal that actually sets up more things in the future. Yeah, but I also am ready to be done with this plot line, you know, with like the author. Never really, stuff. never really amounted to much. Although I think she she really freaks some people out. Oh yeah. FP yeah. FP is like, all right, out of the house. We're going to the Five Seasons. Where did when she did you get six... Five Seasons money? That's what I thought. I was like, is this you... the only hotel? Is this expensive? Is it an expensive hotel? Like the Four Seasons is. Once you add another season, it should be more expensive. <laughs> it should be so... it should be at least twenty five percent more and more expensive. Exactly. Crazy shit. Betty suspects that the auteur has probably been in their house a lot before. And I'm like, yeah. They're like, maybe it's someone they know. And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, who likes to bug phones? And I'm like, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a leap. Sure. It's, but... it's a lot of leaps in this one. <laughs> Betty lures Charles to the house. She's like, I got found your bug in their phone. You got sloppy or overconfident. He's like, maybe I wanted to get caught. And She's then like, he's like, maybe I, maybe I wanted to protect you. So she just asks him if he kills Joan and Brett. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, but not Donna. And he's like, yeah, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> not yet. We haven't really made up our minds yet. <laughs> she's, she's cool. We're going to keep her around. Why? Why did he murder these people? Because they committed a crime and got away with it. Jughead, okay. Jughead comes in next and he's like, but how'd you kill Brett? Your boyfriend, chick. <laughs> he's like, I really hate murderers and criminals except for my boyfriend except for my, except for my ride or die boyfriend chick <laughs> who i love who hold on who was the body from season two who is the dead little boy there's so much they're papering over here about charles that makes no sense oh wait wait there, was there a grave there was a grave there was a dead boy and there's no. a period of time where charles a true blue serial killer apparently with no uh consistent means of murder goes through the fbi goes through quantico and joins the fbi wait no the wasn't the grave fake i don't know i'm gonna go i don't know i remember doesn't make sense yeah it doesn't huh so anyway charles <laughs> is a serial killer but he's a dexter serial killer i know he's he only kills other bad people except for really his boyfriend hoping. That was part of his backstory too. He was like, "Well, you see, I was I sailed in the storm, right?" And <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I became a late, what is it? A, a wood chopper or something? <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, right. He, he becomes a lumberjack, I think, at the end. Wood chopper. That was lumberjack was the word I was searching for. Wood chopper was. Excuse where me. We got. Is this the wood chopper? <laughs> yeah. So he's. Yes, a, I'll he's chop bad. your wood for you. <laughs> he's a, he's a bad guy. And they're Charles, like, also of. the tapes. And Charles is like, "Oh no, I didn't." I didn't do that. I just murdered people, actually. I'm, I, I'm not good at framing. Uh, yeah. He ripped off the odd tier for the God is Watching thing, I guess. Or maybe he put that on David. It's unclear. Uh, or the, the God is Watching on the camera thing versus the David thing. But um, 
he ripped off the auteur and and it seems like he knows that it's jelly bean though he's like you'll figure yeah. it out yeah it's literally the only other person it could be <laughs> right? it's not going to be hard <laughs> and then it takes them like half a conversation like, <laughs> yeah. who uh, could possibly betty, have known? betty tells jughead the others are coming home uh, apparently alice is not taking the revelation well seriously shouldn't this have been like a scene yeah of i think alice being like what do you mean he's a serial killer too <laughs> I would just, like, Alice starts every phone. season going it's like well at least I'm not a family member with serial killers and then at the end of every season it's like actually yeah everyone is they're, they're everyone. all murderers yeah yeah uh, Polly's definitely killed a few people too let's be real she's been like, complicit but, but it made sense that Charles was the auteur who else could have been who else yeah. had access and Jack had immediately figures it out well also doesn't it like have way less stakes now knowing that oh the there's no stakes he just goes up to jellybeans like are you the author and she's like yeah <laughs> and then it, this is what i i really thought that when jellybean was revealed it was going to be something like a little bit more sinister like this is what i thought i thought it was gonna be like i hate this town look at all the terrible things that you yeah, guys have participated right. in we this should leave the town I, right we should leave like and it's such just there's, like no, there's no motive. <laughs> I I I don't like that. Jellybean doesn't get to explain herself. I don't like that they cut to Jughead explaining it for her to FP. Yeah, that Though doesn't I seem do, right. I, I do. That seems unfair to Jellybean's actress. <laughs> I wonder. Part of me wonders if the the only thing is, and I don't know. Maybe this is just not true. But my theory is maybe there was more to Jellybean's reveal. Do you know what I mean? And like Jellybean did not explaining it is because like she like lied to Jughead about it. You know, I don't know. Mm -hmm. That might be giving it too much credit, but it would be kind of interesting if maybe like that's what she, it would have been great if she did that whole thing, cried to Jughead and was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I wouldn't want to And he was like, I'm not going to tell anyone. Yeah. Or something or like, oh, don't worry. It'll be fine. Then she like turns and it's like, whoosh. Like, think, I'm actually a sociopath. I think it would have been pretty cool if Jughead had promised to keep her secret, and then, you know, both he and Archie would have a secret that would damage the other one. Mm, yeah. And, like, to reveal that at the end, or going to next. Because, like, if you told Archie in the middle of this episode that it was Jellybean all along, I think Jughead would have to protect Jellybean from Archie, and I think that would be really interesting to see. I also, uh, I, I will say, though, I kind of like a reveal that isn't like something crazy because i think that's kind of an interesting twist because we've seen so many things where it's like he's a serial killer it's like the biggest thing possible it's yeah. kind of a fun twist when it's like have you ever seen the show search party no i want to actually i noticed this all on hbo max and i think i'm okay i'm gonna start watching that one it's amazing it's amazing i watched uh we were watching season four last night but um, so I won't spoil it, but mm. I think it's really interesting where you ha- set up a really big mystery and you think it has to be like a crazy, huge explanation. Mm-hmm. And I, it's kind of fun when it's like, oh, not what you expected, but not because it's like conspiracy on top of conspiracy on top of conspiracy, you know? Yeah. I, it's kind of funny that the, the plot of season four of Riverdale, the uh, voyeur auteuristically was that Jellybean was like, Oh, Jughead's gonna leave if there isn't a plot to keep him in town. <laughs> so I'll just make one. Right, exactly. It's kind of like, fun. Yeah, Jughead brings FP to Labona. He's like, "Yeah, it was Jellybean." She was sad that I was moving away. 
Also, it's like she was sad he was moving away. She wanted to make a mystery with that boy, Ricky. You remember Ricky, the kid who tried to kill Archie? Oh, yeah. They roped in some kids from Archie's community center. Seriously, all of the kids that Archie's like out here trying to help traumatized him. Right, exactly. Just just think about it. Maybe they're not worth saving. Uh, (laughs) Riverdale's not worth it. Eventually, she leveled up to making movies. It definitely feels like Jellybean wasn't initially who was who they had in mind for doing this. They may have had no one in mind. Yeah, I could when, see. Once yeah. they're like, it's Jellybean, you're like, yeah, but what? I mean, I'm into it. I think it makes sense. Why did? But yeah, but if if it's to keep our keep Jughead in town, sure. But like, she sent tapes to everyone. I do like the idea of her kind of knowing that, knowing her brother well enough to know that this would like really be interesting to him. You think there's cute. like people in town? who didn't get a tape at all and we're like well it's definitely someone connected to your families because right it's only Not it's us. only like these eight locations getting these tapes i don't know why so you honestly, think it could be anyone <laughs> it could, could be anyone but it's probably just your siblings i i do like that he's like she made they made the props they made the masks it, it's honestly impressive. pretty impressive we should we should probably put her into a film program <laughs> i know i hope she goes to like nifa or something yeah like, it would be really funny if later on if like an epilogue to the series is that jughead writes his novel and it's fine it's fine it gets okay reviews and then and then and then jellybean makes the movie out of it and changes oh. almost everything and it's universally beloved it's like the godfather movie. Yeah, yeah. it's incredible riverdale oh my god yeah amazing this book sucks so. but <laughs> yeah this is a one case of the movie being better yeah than the book <laughs> so jughead says that she probably didn't fully understand what they were doing which i no, Maybe she lets didn't. her off the hook too much. It does. That I I disagree. I think she absolutely didn't know. There's she also I do think that Jelly Bean is kind of a psychopath because she also did that thing with Betty where she faked being murdered. And I'm never gonna forget that because it was like Betty just saw a bunch <laughs> of like traumatic shit, like her dad almost killed her, like it was a whole thing. I so yeah. No, she's fucked up. I wonder if that's just like something that's going on with the kids in this town where all of them are absolute nightmares and then they all repress <laughs> it by the time they're in high school. Maybe. Because that's we'll what see. Betty did. That's true. That's true. But FB and Jack had come home and just give Jellybean a big hug so all is forgiven. Sure. And that's the I end kinda of the episode. W- I kind of wish we got a sinister smile from Jellybean, but it's fine. Or, yeah, we or, did or, it. Or, or, you know, any feelings from her about what, about what, what she's done. Yeah, I wonder if she became like a... She or was like, like a, you know, the scene where she's just sitting alone with Betty waiting for her dad to come home and like, oh, uh, what's he gonna do? And Betty being like, hey, remember when you traumatized me? I would love it if uh, Betty and Jelly Bean's rivalry like really shook up Instead, I think, I think we're probably never gonna talk about this again and just be like, oh, Jelly Bean's a filmmaker. Like, that's just gonna yeah. be the conversations we're having from then on. I do hope that Archie gets really mad at her. But like, she was a child hanging out at film festival slash raves that can't just be like oh i didn't really know what i was doing come on man like how old is david knew what you were doing so yeah also like let's let's just be quickly reminded that the tapes that her and her friends were watching a blue velvet video included um a sex tape of two teenagers child pornography and murder like videos like that's not kind of like a normal thing Mm-mm. that's not like ooh like underground like horror movies no i did not you have know? one of those in my hometown <laughs> yeah i didn't either i think that it would have been a big controversy would have, actually would have talked a lot about it yeah yeah it would have been something we uh we didn't casually 
bring up. Yeah, for you think, sure. Um, I mean, we're okay. So we're at the end of the episode. We can get into some rumor mill if you want. Honestly, I have no idea what's happening now. We just, yeah, I, I, I. Basically, my first question is: Do you think Jellybean's going to be recast post time jump? Oh, you know, I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, this girl is actually probably high school aged at this point. Yeah. I also don't know how much we'll see her. Mm. I think she's leaving with FP personally. Uh, <laughs> I, I actually, if out. that that could be the reason FP leaves, if he's like, clearly, I have to get Jellybean out of this town. Yeah, I, I think we're gonna that's move, it. which is ironic because that is the reason her mom took her out of the town. Yeah, and then her mom was just also a criminal. Right, right, right. She took her out of the town, but then they also. <laughs> Became criminals in Toledo. It wasn't really the town. It was that I wanted my own crime. Right. (laughs) Different crime. crime. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do we have any... um, Superlatives? Superlatives, yeah. Do we have any superlatives for this episode? Did anyone... Was anyone superlative this episode? Honestly, no. Brett for best friend. (laughs) Of course. His final words. most important people in his life. Who had the best uh, sudden appearance in a scene? Hiram... Frank, or... oh, Frank, one hundred percent. Yeah, I was like, "Why are you here?" <laughs> and that like, was fun. oh, right, Frank, you exist. Right, exactly. Um, let's see, who had the best uh, villain monologue? Hermosa. No one. <laughs> Hermosa, I guess. She's not a villain. She's my hero. No, no, actually, Hermione. <laughs> for her, I oh, for her, yeah. I'm divorcing you to be a real housewife. Sips wine. I honestly hope that we get some like bonus CWC episodes of that. I think that'd be amazing. Uh, Tony still only exists for Cheryl. What if what if Tony's been dead this whole time? <laughs> what if it's like she doesn't interact with anybody else? I would take that. I would I would believe that. That would actually be a really cool moment. Yeah, that would be sad so cool. for Vanessa Morgan, but no, she could still be a ghost. Ghosts are forever. Mm. Ghosts are forever. That she's going to be a pregnant ghost next season. Uh, pregnant ghost, ghost babies. That's, that's a little creepy, but uh, you know, you never know. So I think we're doing what graduation is next week. Yes, I think the episode is called graduation. Rumor mill wise, I did see the teaser, and there's a part where Jughead's going over the masks from the Auteur. So I don't know if they're huh. planning some kind of sudden twist to make us wrong. Which would oh my be God, not no. cool after That'd all be... this. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. Huh. I have COVID. Don't make me wrong, too. Oh, man. I kind of forgot John Buck. <laughs> uh, are you sure you're okay? I feel fine right now. Okay. You'll have to lay on your belly, though. I was just eating some cereal, and I could taste it. So. That's good. I have to lay on my misleading. belly. Yeah. It's like a thing. Like, it is a thing. You should do it. Like, you actually should do it. So. Lay on your belt. It's like a thing. Please do it. Please do it so I don't have to worry about you. Okay. Okay. I'll send you articles. I I think a lot about COVID all the time, so. Oh, no, that sounds really healthy. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. It's good. (laughs) It's good. I'm fine. Great. Good. Good. I'm I'm glad. I'm like, can we get it over Zoom? (laughs) Probably not. No. Don't do that. (laughs) That's so gross. Wash your hands. (laughs) Um, So what do we do now? Um, we can talk about what what we're what we're watching right now. Well, I'm watching Search Party season four. Yeah. It's the final season. It's amazing. I can't really talk about it because I want you to watch the whole thing. Fair. Get back to me. It's a very quick binge. I think it's like only 
probably like 10, probably less than 10 episodes per season. They're all like 20 minutes. Yeah. It's a great show. I probably won't binge it, um, but like it might be like the thing I watch while I eat breakfast in the morning. That's cute. Yeah, no. you could do that. What about you? I have been checking out The Flight Attendant. And oh, yeah, yeah, I love it. Um, really? Okay. I feel like I... I almost feel like I owe Kelly Cuoco an apology because I felt like for years I was like, she's not great. Uh, wow. Did not, yeah. I, 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 you know, when you're a tour guide at Warner Brothers, you kind of learn to not like any of the shows that film at Warner Brothers. Because <laughs> you're like, and this is a Bang Theory. But Big the, theory. Uh, in her post Big Bang Theory work, you know, she's, she's an executive producer now of the stuff she does. Her Harley Quinn show on HBO Max yeah. is incredible. And this show is really good too. It's 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 got a mystery, it's got murder, but it's like it's like if a sitcom character were the main character in a noir. That's and, fun. And so she has she has no skills for <laughs> for this. She wakes up next to a dead body and starts cleaning up. Oh no. <laughs> no. This is her instinct. <laughs> That sounds great. Though. I like. I started watching and I fell asleep, yeah, and then I you, never restarted. If, if, but I've you, heard good if you have any anxiety about being potentially accused of murder, oh, <laughs> oh, this is the show for you. Or you'll be like, she's making all the wrong choices. What's she doing? What, what was? The, oh, I told you about that movie that I saw. Um, oh my god, Super Dark Times. It's that's the name Super of the dark movie. Times. Yeah, and that's the that's the murder that I think will happen eventually to me because it's an accident, but like you can't prove it's an accident, <laughs> and I think that's the worst. That's kind that's of how you get caught. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like it's not like I meant to, but like it's also not like I can really explain why you, you I don't have it to. right it, when the truth is so impossible slash improbable that they just won't believe it. That's yeah. that's the situation that she's in in the show as well. That's the anxiety. Exactly. It's, very, exactly. it's very visually inventive. And it's got great characters, and I, I, I like. Truly, uh, I started watching it on a whim, and it's great. I like Shosha Mamet. She's in that uh, from from Girls. That's how you pronounce her name. Yes, I think she's so. very I've, good in it. She's she's incredibly talented. I've been calling her Zosia for a long time, but I think it's Zosha. That makes more so. sense. Yeah, yeah. It's spelled Zosia. So. I, I, oh, I know. I looked it up, and I was like, how do you pronounce this name? Yeah, I think I think so. I think I interviewed her, and I think she actually introduced herself, and that was helpful. She so. she reminds me so much of like if Stephen were my defense lawyer, he'd <laughs> treat me the way she treats uh, Kaylee Cuoco in that show. That's very exciting. Wow. Okay, well I got to check it out then. So uh, you have so HBO Max, right? Oh yeah. So where the movies live? So where the movies live, of course. I have all of the things. I I'm not gonna like in during this time. I'm not gonna like be like no. I want to spend the five dollars. <laughs> right. Like, is, like, what else is are you doing? Streaming service. Too many streaming services. No. I'm I'm all for all the streaming. I don't services. I don't pay a cable bill. So exactly. The only thing I will say is that I got a Roku TV, and I think that makes everything a lot easier because you can just talk into the remote. You're telling and, me, but that's the danger yeah. of Roku as well. Is that because they basically control the market i got a roku tv all of the tvs in our house are roku tvs if roku you know doesn't carry hbo max for a while that yeah. messes with hbo max and they have to cowtail to whatever roku wants and now apparently roku's like hey we still have spectrum app if you have the spectrum app but otherwise uh -huh. maybe don't uninstall the spectrum app because you're not gonna find it again <laughs> wink 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 yeah fun 
we don't have cable, so. Yeah, I don't like I don't like when uh, services that provide access to entertainment then get to choose which entertainment they're actually going to provide access to. Like, that makes it should sense. be it should be all everything. They should just carry them all. So anything else, John? Do we? Yeah. So we know next week is the graduation, and then I wonder if the time jump will happen in episode, or if that episode will end in the past, and the next episode will start in the future. I guess we'll have to see. Yeah. Where can they find you? They can find me on Twitter at Riley Tweets, R-E-I-L-O-Y Tweets. And you can also find us on Instagram at the Riverdale Register Podcast. What about you, John? You can find me isolating at home, uh, not talking to anyone <laughs> or going anywhere for the foreseeable future. And on my blog, The Catcher in the Rye. Rye is spelled W-R-Y. Nice pun. Over and out, River Victims.